Welcome to The Shiv Show, where we are all about people getting to know people. We are here to humanize the individual behind their brand and share their story with the world, with, of course, a few laughs in the mix. Now, it's time for your host, Australia's most Canadian podcaster, and just like the knife, Shivran. What is happening, Shiv Show people? Welcome to another episode of The Shiv Show, where we're all about people getting to know people. Now, in this episode, we get to meet my good buddy, Dave Beamish, love that name, Beamish, actor, speaker, coach, author, this guy literally does everything. This uh, this interview, I really like it. It wasn't really much of an interview. I consider it more of a conversation, if you will, between Dave and myself, and we, we chat about his acting career, what he's most proud of, how he manages his time balancing all the stuff that he does, you know, acting, speaker, coach, how do you even find time to do this? But uh, we chat about that as well. Amazing episode and even more amazing guests. Don't forget to subscribe, review, and rate on Apple Podcasts. And here is Mr. Dave Beamish. All right. What's up, all you beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of The Shiv Show. Today, we get to meet the next Brad Pitt of Hollywood that's about to take the film industry over. I had the pleasure of meeting this guy at a conference, and uh, we hit it off right away because he has a huge love for Canada. So Dave Beamish... Welcome to the Shiv Show, and why don't you start off by telling everybody just how much you love Canada? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Shiv. I uh, very much appreciate that, and that is a hundred percent true. I am in love with Canada. Um, I love Canada. <laughs> I love Canada. <laughs> yeah, straight away, straight away, as soon as I heard Shiv's accent, I was I was immediately like. Dude, I know you're Canadian. You are not American. You're yeah, Canadian. Yeah. Let's hang out. Man, let's, hang out. let's hang out. Um, <laughs> let's hang out. Let's hang out. Out in the boot. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I, I love Canada so much that I am starting to move, uh, relocate there in uh, about six or seven months' time. And um, that's probably going to come up again in this conversation, right, yeah, Shiv? Definitely, definitely. That's awesome, man. I'm glad to hear that. Glad to hear that. So, Dave, listen, why don't you just uh, actually, before I ask you, to explain a little bit about who you are. I wanted to ask you a quick question, and is that okay with you? Yeah, he's, he's cool, throwing cool. curveballs right That's off the bat, Right off guys. the bat, buddy. Listen, <laughs> the, the first time we met, you, you strike me as a very daring person, somebody who's willing to take opportunities kind of thrown at him. And obviously, a lot of that has to do with fear. So what does fear mean to you? That's a great question, man. Fear to me is something that... I want to face every single day. Yep. Uh, there's there's always different types of fear out there. And uh, it was definitely something that I shied away from when I was younger. But as I've started to notice it and embrace it more and mm-hmm. develop a, a level of self-awareness that's come from what I do, which yep. we'll go into, um, facing that fear has become everything. And it's it's now about what risks can I take? That's that's the question I ask myself, and sometimes it's you don't ask the question. You just go and do. You just go and take action straight away, um, and it might it might sound like it's it's a really simple thing to do, or it's just like oh you're not afraid of anything, still afraid of things, yep. still still have fear. Uh, I'm not going to go wrestle a shark anytime soon, <laughs> but but there are certain things that just start to you you just put yourself in an uncomfortable situation, which I I love to do. Yeah. I love to put myself in uncomfortable situations 
um, and then all of a sudden it's like you break through into this next level or this next something. I love it. Um, yeah, it's it's been super super powerful for me, and uh, it's been a journey uh, probably over four or five years at least that I've kind of noticed this this uh, trend. Yeah, it's kind of like using fear to to catapult you in the right direction. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, it's it's fear and it's failure. Yep, it's fear and it's failure. It's n- noticing the fear uh, and then not having that that fear of failure because you've already failed. You've already you've already experienced that. Mm-hmm. So what's what's going to what what good is going to come out of it? Yeah. What good is going to come out of it? And what have, I usually you, what I usually say is there, there's no such thing as failure. There's just learning. You mm-hmm. win and you learn. Exactly, man. You know what what is failure? I don't. You know, failure can come up any single time. But if you learn something from it, it's not considered a fail. It's considered a learning experience to me, at least. That's it. Uh, that's it. And I think, um, you know, uh, a few mentors that you and I have, have kind of shared and, and the, the one that we kind of bonded over where we at the, the event we were at, mm-hmm. um, we, we, I think he was saying, you know, if, if you do, that's a choice. If you don't, that's a choice. If you're not sure, that's still a choice. Like if not taking it, like if you're not sure to take action or not, yep. and so you don't do anything, that's still a choice. Yep. So, you know, it's better to just face things head on, I think. And if you, you have a passion, then just start chasing, going at it. That's that's how I've started to live and it's been a transition and it doesn't all happen straight away, but it starts to feel amazing the more you, you face it head on. And that's perfect. I, I was at a Tony Robbins conference a few weeks ago. Yeah, amazing, man. How man, was it? Such a good time. Such a good time. Yeah, it, you know, I recommend at least at least doing it once in your life. It's just, it's amazing. Ah. But he, he talked about fear a lot, and he said everybody has fear, right? The difference is there are people that have fear and decide not to do something, and the people that have fear and say "fuck it, I'm going to do it anyway." You know, so I choose to be the second person to say "fuck it, I'm scared, but let's go for it." And I think Fuck that's, it. I think that's exactly what you do. Absolutely. And you say yes to things. I've yes. said yes to so many things. I literally have just said yes to something this coming week that I mean, we can talk about, we can talk about uh, through the podcast, mm-hmm. but I've, I've said yes to, to something this week. That's like, holy shit. I just have to change my entire month around this thing. Um, but why wouldn't I say yes to this thing? It's yeah. fallen into my lap. It was meant to be. Um, not because of some of oh, this is how destiny is meant to happen. Just all the things lined up. And that's how it. That's how that opportunity came. So you've got to take those opportunities and say yes. I love it, man. Listen, let's get into who you are because you and I are just going to go down a rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, just a rabbit hole. <laughs> tell us, tell us a little bit about Dave Beamish. Sure, sure. Um, okay, well, my my full name is uh, David Ashley Beamish, uh, and I am an actor first and foremost. Mm-hmm. I've been acting professionally for over four years now, um, working up and up and up, um, and building up my, my name and my brand mm-hmm. and everything I, I stand for and, and an amazing network of friends and actors and filmmakers and photographers, everyone that's involved in that industry, incredible people. Okay. Um, from that, I, I, I was an architect, well, working to become one. I wasn't officially a registered architect, mm-hmm. um, but I studied to be one. 
and it helped me transition into living down in Melbourne, Australia. But uh, I've since left that industry over a year ago now and been fully self-employed uh, ever since uh, in various capacities. Okay. Uh, you know, and building up my own businesses and becoming a, a coach. And that's in branding and that's in communication and that is in what I will we will talk about as well later down the track. But that's also in, in things like empathy, vulnerability, things that, that an actor has and can have in spades or mm-hmm. quite naturally. Okay. So mm. actually before we go into – because I want to ask you a little bit about your childhood. What sort of – I mean are you tailoring this – coaching to actors no quite the opposite mm-hmm. um i i love working with with actors yep. i love i but i never want to be that person that that coaches actors or tells people how to act okay that's right that's wrong that choice was right that choice was wrong mm-hmm. i i'm i and I don't judge anyone who does. I have a lot of friends who do. And I think I, I know some that are amazing at it. I never want to be doing that. Um, I only want to ever want to be my own worst critic. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be throwing that at other people. Where I do want to work with people on that is is people that haven't gone and, and spent that time on those skills, but people that do want to be on camera because a lot of us are going to be more and more on camera. Yep. So think about those those high-level execs. I have a client right now who's got multiple businesses and he's we're working together to develop his skills on camera and how to connect with people and how to work on things like a voice and everything that's involved with being engaging on camera and telling a story and doing all these these different th- things and working on bits by bit by bit and facing that fear like we talked about right and it's i've realized that this is something that's very very important it's going to be more important as more and more people do video content and do these things mm-hmm. so that's become my business and it is it's become very very uh fulfilling to me as well to see people develop these skills and then be themselves as opposed to acting. Man, you, you, you just said a word that uh, that I try to live my life by, and that's fulfillment. Fulfillment. I love that. Yeah. I love that, man. You know, how, how good do you feel when you see a difference from, I guess, somebody two weeks ago that you coached and, and just a, di- a quick difference in a quick two weeks? Already seeing it, man. Yep. Already seeing it. Um, and it's the best and, feeling and in the world, eh? It's, it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. There's like this little smile that someone has when they're when they're on camera and they're vlogging or you know there's this little smile that says i'm more comfortable now than i was two weeks ago at first it's like a deer in the headlights yeah (laughs) and it's like it's like uh, i'm staring i don't know what this device is in my hand Mm -hmm. but i know it's i don't know what to do with my hands i don't know what to do with my hands (laughs) uh i don't know what i don't know what to do um so, and, you know, you, you work on the little technical things as well. That's something that I'm excited. You know, I'm going to be releasing an ebook that helps people kind of get through those technical nice. aspects as well. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be that's going to be out quite before the end of the year. Oh, perfect. Um, yeah, yeah. It's going to be pushed out quite quickly. But the, the, point, of, the point of that is to help people get past those technical things mm-hmm. and let, let the – it'll start – 
and be conscious. It'll be a conscious thing. And then eventually those things become unconscious. It's just like an actor. But for entrepreneurs and people that wanted to build those brands, it's just like an actor where you have to think about those things at first. Mm -hmm. Eventually you don't and it looks good and you can start to focus on giving the value and communicating. You can focus on that, telling a story as opposed to, is the lighting right? Is, is, uh, like is yeah, the noise yeah. bad? Like you know, you you start to just naturally handle those things, the interruptions, everything. Yeah, and it just comes a second nature. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, uh, like with acting, you know, you can be acting on the street doing an indie, and you'll have people walking past, and like you just can't be affected by them. Yeah, you have to stay in form, stay in character. Yeah, stay in character, stay in the moment, stay in that energy, and it's amazing how that translates into into life as well. Man, that's perfect. Hey, let's re let's rewind a little bit. Just Definitely. tell me about your childhood. Tell me about uh, you know what was ten year old Dave Beamish like? Did he have um, a beard? He was born with a beard. <laughs> there you uh, go. I figured he was born with a beard and long hair. They actually had to cut my hair back when I was born. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, ten year old ten year old Dave. I was actually born in New Zealand, mm-hmm. um, and then bought. We moved over to Australia when I was uh, about eight, okay. eight or nine. So I was, I was never, you know, it, it was interesting to move over to Queensland at that time. Never copped it for being a Kiwi, never copped it for being slightly ginger or anything like that. You know, I, I don't, it's, it's been a weird kind of um, childhood where I was, I was very uh, lucky to have some, like an abundance of friends. Um, and I was very grateful for that. I think maybe that's that's how you know you develop people skills moving around a fair bit. Yep, agree. Um, totally agree with child. that. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure you can relate, man. It's um, it's it's something that you it's a skill set that you, I guess you develop early when you're moving around a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I've only started to I guess you know more recently realize these um these things, and that's um that I was. I was doing a lot of voices. I was. I love to make people laugh. Yeah. I love to entertain. Uh, and those are things that started to kind of drift away as I got into sport and got into high school and, and um, found my identity, you know, with, with team sports and stuff like that. That got taken away from me as I got to the end of high school and I had an, an injury that I couldn't play football anymore. Mm-hmm. And I started to move into music and, and find my way back into the creative side of things. But I'd always been that that person that loved to connect with people, make them laugh, and just entertain. You know, see that that reaction from people, and um, it's realizing that now, you know, is is been really really empowering to make the choices in what I do mm-hmm. because it's it's just it, it tells me that I'm I'm on the right path and I'm yeah the, that I'm you're on the right trajectory for sure yeah. And it's not it's it's not selfish to have those things and have those thoughts about yourself or to talk about it because it's a self awareness yeah. thing. No, I totally agree. Right? You understand yourself, and the more you understand yourself, the more you you understand the environments that you're going to flourish in as well. So you can start to take action there as well. And, so and that's, yeah, that, you're right. You have to start by understanding yourself before you try to understand anybody else, and before you judge anybody else, you need to understand who you are. Exactly. So I totally man. agree with what you're saying. Exactly, man. Which yet again is not why is why I'm not going to be going and coaching acting anytime soon because yeah. it's it's constantly you're constantly learning these things, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man. Honestly, I think that's that's a big thing, and it's like it's why coming to moving to Melbourne was felt right. 
Yep. You know, it felt like I was in amongst this new community of people more like-minded. Um, not that Queensland wasn't, and that's where I cut my teeth. It was just a different experience, you know, um, and just more people doing what um, what it is that, that we do, you know, which is, you know, entrepreneurship, it's creativity. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's it's um, it's those type of environments. And why why Canada next year will, yet again, I feel will just move straight into that next that next bracket. So when you were a child and you, you were doing voices and whatnot, did you have any mentors that you looked up to, any actors? Because I, I keep thinking Robin Williams in my head. Definitely had an impact. Definitely had an impact on my childhood, yeah. uh, Robin Williams. Um, thank, I mean, I say this, I say this, you know, I, it was very, very sad when, when um, I found out, you know, what had happened to him. Mm-hmm. Um, but thankfully, I'd started to identify with other actors, you know, by that time. Yep. So, you know, it wasn't my identity was tied up in I am so much like him. Mm-hmm. That is the path I'm on, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, you know, rest in peace, Robin. But uh, it's there's there's so many things, uh, so many kind of mentors that you kind of see along the way. Yeah. Um, for me, I, I don't I don't ever kind of think there was a specific actor or a specific business person anything like that when i was studying architecture there was architects i liked but um there's now now you start to look at people that not only that have had a similar journey or get looked at in a similar way a similar brand a similar you know type of um product essentially i mean yeah and that's that's I think that's the best way to learn, you know. And the people I I love to look at now are people like Richard Branson, who I think is fantastic. He's a people person, mm-hmm. you know. He's he's very much a people person and cares about people, and that's that's someone I look up to. Gary V again, very much a people focused person. Um, and those are the people I identify with. With actors, and now it is. I worked. I worked with David Wenham on a film. He's an Australian actor. Some people know him, some don't. Most know him as Faramir from Lord of the Rings. Um, and he working with him was was quite amazing in terms of knowing how to learning how to carry yourself. Yeah, in terms of and, being a role model, I guess. Yeah, big time, man, big time. Being an Australian, you know, being twice my age at the time and yeah. um you know it's very much again helps you correct that path mm-hmm. but honest honestly mate in terms of mentors like it's the ones that i've that i've had direct contact with um you know a, a lot of these um a, a, amazing dudes that are kind of you know 30s to 40s that i've um and women as well i should i should definitely say that as well but but predominantly guys that i've, I've spent time with and just have found our way into kind of, you know, speaking the same language, that like-mindedness. And you learn so much by having those conversations. Yeah. Um, and it's it's been fantastic. I'd love to list them all off. Um, but <laughs> it's, there's, there's been, there's there's been so quite many. a... Yeah, there's, there's so, so many. Yeah, there's so many that it's so grateful for. Yeah. Um, that I catch up, that's like, that I catch up with to this day. So it's... um. Yeah, it's it's quite it's awesome it's key. Too. It's key, and I you know I say this I say this almost every day to a lot of friends and even family members that I speak to. The importance of having a role model and different mentors in your life is just 
it's up there. It should be a it should be a top priority, because the minute you stop learning and you stop becoming a student is the minute you you stop being a professional at whatever it is you're trying to do. Uh, you know, you always have to kind of learn, and there's always somebody that you can learn from. And it, it's the attitude if you if you think that you can't learn anymore, you're wrong, because there's always going to be somebody out there that can teach you to do things differently, to be more efficient. Um, so, you know, I'm glad you have a lot of mentors and role models, especially with acting and especially with what you're doing in terms of entrepreneurship. I mean, Richard Branson alone, there's Branson, there's Sansoni, there's Tony Robbins, there, there's so many out there. Three, three great names, three, three yeah. that I, you know, very much look up to. Yeah. And know, Gary yeah. V, you know, I, I recently started listening to Gary V podcast and it's changed the way that I'm thinking of my future with, with the business, right? Big time. Um, so it's just, it's good, man. No, I love, I love it, mate. It's you know, it's it's so so important. And um, what I would what I would add, is, and this is something that um, you know, I've got uh, just a little little hint that we do have another text, like a, a publication. I can say there's something that will come out probably in the next six months that we do we cover a a, a section that talks about mentors. Okay. And this is something I've been working on with a buddy for you know over a year now. And it's going to be awesome when it comes out. I'm really excited. But but at the same time, it, it talks about mentors and it dives into something that I talk about, which is like seeking them out. Mm-hmm. Again, it's don't you can't be precious about it. You've got to chase them or you've got to get to this point where naturally you seek them out. You don't think about it. You're just drawn to these people. Correct. And because you are and because you can communicate your passion – those people are drawn to you. They they want to spend that time with you, and it's you're not taking from each other. Yeah, you're just spending that time. I love it, man. It's 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 perfect. It's funny because a lot of the great mentors that we have can can also learn some things from us. As crazy as that sounds, so you're right. It's kind of a it's kind of a give and take relationship. You you seek them out, but it's natural, and they naturally speak to you, and you could be helping them. So. You know, I'm just I'm just trying to think of some of the mentors that I have, even at work, or even outside of work. It's it's kind of a two prong approach. You're helping each other. You're helping them understand who you are, and you're getting to understand who they are. And yeah, in turn, absolutely. it's a different way of looking at things. Absolutely. So, because you, you've got work right now, right? Yeah, yeah. And the, and, the, and the podcast is is your your like it's your side hustle. It's that's your, my that's my hobby, my passion. Yeah, yeah. it's your passion, exactly, man. Mm-hmm. And like. You know, you, we, we, we talked before about, you know, putting out these things, you know, weekly, month uh, monthly or fortnightly, which mm-hmm. we both agree is a really good, you know, a, a, um, rate to be putting, you know, content out at this yep. stage for yep. both of us. Um, and it, it has to has to come from passion, you know, to, to keep that up consistently. It has to. And like you, you try multiple times. Like it's okay if you drop off. Yeah, yeah, well. no, it's fine. It's, it's it's fine as long as you're trying. It, as long as you're trying, exactly. Yeah. Like I, I have tried a podcast. I tried it. Like I, yeah. I, and it's it's the consistency. That was the problem. It's like okay, cool. Right, I just need to, you know, adjust and work out what works in with with you as well, and, and recording content and, um, you know, communicating your message through around your lifestyle. Yeah, and, and, and you're right. You know, you try and it's consistency and it's patience. Patience oh, is truly a virtue. Totally. Because yeah. you look at, you know, I hate when people say, you know, Mark Zuckerberg was an overnight overnight success or, 
Bill Gates was an overnight success or Steve Jobs was an overnight success. They were not an overnight success. There's no such thing as an overnight success. You put in the time, you stay consistent, you you stay with your passions, and then you will become a Zuckerberg or a Gates or a Jobs. Absolutely. Yeah, man, absolutely. And this is something that I've really had to um, to, to kind of – uh, note to myself recently mm-hmm. because there's there's three things that I'm focusing on and I'm when I got back from recently from Europe okay the next six months what I'm focusing on three things is my voice which yep. is a very important actor for a communicator mm-hmm. and now it's becoming more and more important for most businesses uh, the next the next thing is focus okay like absolutely preserving your focus and being so so like you know, pinpoint, you've got to constantly be, be working on that. Mm-hmm. And the like third that. thing is, and the third thing is patience. Exactly what you say, man. And, and for me personally, patience for an actor is like, man, you, you are, you are figuratively and literally in waiting rooms for a long time. Mm-hmm. So you have to be willing to sit there for a decade longer. Like, <laughs> exactly. You, you need to be willing to, male, female, child, uh, or, you know, maybe you're coming to the game late. You need to be sitting there and, and, and willing to wait. So might as well have a few things with you to keep you occupied and um, let that leverage everything else. You know, everything I'm working on is ultimately moving towards the goal of being a professional actor, communicator, storyteller, mm-hmm. and figuring out, you know, what, what that is for you is – is super super important as well and just having conversations like we're having right now Shiv yep, yep. like that that type of thing is massive um, and it's funny because I'm sitting here thinking this doesn't sound it doesn't feel like an interview it's a, it, this is a, just a great conversation between you and I <laughs> dude exactly <laughs> <You know>? exactly <laughs> and like we're not really staging this like we have caught up over the phone before and yeah. this is exactly how that went down exactly like, all of those like, all of those could have been an episode <laughs> it could exactly have been a perfect right. interview probably we probably said that when we were like talking about it as well, man. And like, exactly. that's, like it's important to have those conversations. Don't, mm-hmm. don't judge yourself. Like, don't, don't be like, oh man, like it's all like, I don't get too like existential. I don't want to like get too <laughs> deep and meaningful. It's been yeah. amazing how many conversations I've had with, since I've, I've moved in the past two years, yeah. it's been absolutely incredible and powerful. And like, it only makes you better at communicating what you want to do, you know, yeah, or, that's or, or, yeah, man, it's it's absolutely powerful. And one other thing, uh, well, two other things. Um, one other thing is that Australia and the UK, there's tall poppy syndrome. Mm-hmm. And again, I've talked, I'm talking about this in a bit in the publication that um, that's going to be coming out. Um, but it's it, it is a, a, a pretty prominent thing in Australia and. Uh, the UK, not so much in New Zealand. It took me a while to to figure out what it was when I moved here to Australia. So that's been an interesting journey. And like I'm sure for yourself, coming from Canada to to Australia, um, or having experienced the States and coming to Australia, tall poppy syndrome is um, is quite, I guess, prominent. prominent do, do you yeah. know you know what I mean? Yeah, right? yeah. No, for sure, I do definitely. Yeah, it's it's um, it's I mean, it's not a good thing. It's not a bad thing. I don't. I love love my my country, and I, I loved being in the UK. Mm-hmm. It's it's just something to note and to note about yourself and note about the people around you and understand like the culture and the environment. You know, you can 
you can extract yourself from that, you know, and you can, you can step outside of it. I'm not saying rise above it because that sounds like you think you're better than everybody else, but you can step outside of it and go after what you want. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's always going to be people that think they're better and you know, it's just, it's just noise. Listen, the way I see it is I have my focus. (laughs) I have laser eye focus on what I want and my goals that I'm going to achieve. And whatever's around me is just around me, right? The, the people that are around me are probably the most important thing. Uh, and that's it. So the tall poppy syndrome doesn't really, I wouldn't say it affects me at all. Um, it's just noise. That's noise awesome. that I decide to cancel out. I'm wearing noise canceling awesome. headphones all the time. With that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the way to be. Block out the negativity. Yeah. Uh, hey, answer sometimes. me this, actually. I just brought this up, the, the, the people around me. So... I was I was working on my book this morning and I was I was just working on the conclusion and I added a piece that uh, the you know your surroundings are probably the most important thing. So and that obviously includes the people around the people around me, the people that I, I surround myself with. So for you, how how important are, the, are your surroundings and how important are the people that you decide to obviously, you know, focus your time on? Massive. Huge. Uh, I'm a firm believer I love that you're going to have part of that in your book, mate. Uh, I've already sold you, sign me up. Like, I'll be there, yeah. I'll be there lined up. Like, uh, I'm, Done. I'm on buying that book, man. Um, <laughs> Perfect. It, it's massive. Yeah. It, I'm a firm believer. When I read about or heard about the five chimps from Tim Ferriss listening to his podcast mm-hmm. religiously while I was still working in architecture, yep. um, it, it, I was just like, okay, that's, that's pretty profound. Um, and having since met people that that really take pride in their circles, um, and then you know to be brought into their circle is it you start to realize it's it's quite you know it's it's an it's an honor it's not something to be taken lightly exactly and um, you know there's there are people that I that I have you know drifted out of contact with and there's and and there's other people that you just naturally will gravitate to you magnetize and and are drawn to one another you know and that's that's powerful it's it is huge, um, and there's a, something something recently that I that I learned because I'm constantly listening and and, and I'm trying to educate myself further, and that's that we have this um, this human um, trait that from our from our how we evolved, and that's that we learn from the tribe. So we we you know if if there's a skill or something that that is beneficial or, or you know it's it's comes kind of with a natural selection thing we we tend to a- adapt it or, or we tend to to you know uh emulate it or start to you know so it can that's that's a negative thing or, or a positive thing so it's kind of up to you as to what you're exposing yourself to if whether it's negative actions or positive stuff you know yeah. um and it's it's been again it's been super super powerful so, so Dave, you're, you're doing all these new things and you, you, I feel like you're doing so many things at once. How do you, <laughs> you really, cause you really are, you, you mentioned, you just yeah, mentioned you're writing once. about a thousand books. So <laughs> how do you, how do you manage your time? Uh, with great, initially with great difficulty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Like, like, like every, like everyone. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, some weeks are better than other weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to claim to be the master of time management because I, because um, I'm not. Yeah. Um, far from it. Far, far from it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I just I try to stay ahead when I get the those opportunities. Um, so what would what what that would be is like if if there's a, a Sunday a Sunday you know I'm, I'm at the end of the week or the start of the week depending on how you want to look at it make it the start of the week. Yeah. I'll spend some time just getting down like what I call a brain dump of just all the stuff I need to do. Um, and then just, you know, I, I do a whiteboarding session once per month, Okay. Uh, which people that I speak to a lot, I kind of know that I'm, I'm really into my whiteboarding mm-hmm. and this, it, it's a powerful thing for me of how I structure my thoughts and what I'm doing. And I might not necessarily get done everything I get down on the board, Yeah. But it's down there. It's going to get done. And it's 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 written. It's written, man. And it's like honest- affirmation. You're writing it once a month. It's going to happen. Yeah, and yeah. understanding how, understanding how your brain works. Like it's a it's a subtle reward when you cross something out. Uh, you know, physically as well. It it is. Some people like lists. Some people don't. Some people think they're tedious or just one extra thing to do. For me, it's it's a structure of thoughts. Yeah. Uh, and it's. Uh, let, let's me kind of see things and prioritize things. I'm, I'm with you um, on that. I'm a, I'm a strong, I'm a firm believer. And if you write it down, it becomes real. Yeah, right? definitely. It does. It does. It absolutely does. And, uh, again, like writing down, this is something, you know, working on a morning routine has become a, something that, I've, that I'm really, really working on. And part of that is writing down my goals mm-hmm. and, um, I'll do that most mornings. I, I don't, sometimes I'll miss it. Sometimes, you know, I won't hit it every morning, but yeah. they're still there from the day before that I still know. And it'll help me prioritize things and, and manage my time consciously and unconsciously. Yeah. So, um, and then when I, when I fuck up, I forgive myself and know that I'm going to get better at it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's pretty much it, man. Like it, you, you're only going to get better at it. It's like, it's like doing anything like time management just just becomes a skill that you're constantly getting better at and ultimately i'd love to be really really good at it by the time i have a family and like have a a family of my own you know that i want to have that time for man i love that and and it you know just thinking back to 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 questions i get i get i get the question every single day you know how do you find time to do this shit how do you find time to to, to go to the gym and go to work and come home and write and podcast and read and blah, blah. I say, my answer is simple. My answer is this. I just say, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. It's how you use it. Literally, that's it. And I, I walk away like a boss. No, I usually, I usually, no, I usually explain myself. But this is another example I like to get. <laughs> you, don't, you, don't, you don't grab your phone and drop the mic and I, just like no, no. walk out of there. I need, I need the mic. Um, it's funny. I like, I like throw like a ninja smoke bomb at the yeah, ground. Just, yeah, just, like, just oh. carry a smoke machine around with me. And no, the um, I, I tell people this. You know, President Obama, President of the United States, probably the busiest person in the world when he was the president. He worked out six times a week, right? So this goes back to to how I can go to the gym every day or at least six days a week. And I tell everyone, I'm like, you know, time is just an excuse. Don't don't use time as an excuse. You, everybody has. The ability to wake up 30 minutes earlier or go to sleep 30 minutes later. If President Obama can work out six days a week and run the country and be, you know, run the damn country, I'm pretty sure you can find 20 minutes to become active every single day. Or 
20 minutes to write your goals down every morning or 10 minutes at the end of the day to find out what you're grateful for. You know, think about what you're grateful for throughout the day. So time is just an, a big excuse to me. And and you're right. You know, you said that you're not perfect at it. I'm not perfect at it either. But it is a skill that's getting better and better with time. It is. It absolutely is. And it's like it's just something whether or not it's important to you, mm-hmm. you know, whether or not it's important to um, – dude, I, I love that. I think it's great, uh, you know, and I literally – I was just at the gym, yep. you know. It's it's Saturday. Like I've been moving house, um, but I made that time and what I'm doing while I'm there is I'm – I've got two phones on me. One is so I'm tracking myself and making sure I'm on top of things. Yep. Um, and the other is like I'm listening to to stuff and what I'm and learning, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm combining that time, you know. And there's 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 always that time. Like it's important to learn, so why not combine that with something else? Yeah. You know, um, understand that your your brain can do some of those things at the same time, and that's a time management thing, I mm-hmm. think, you know. And th- that's also going to help me be focused on one thing later because I've worked out I've gotten a couple of things done at the same time beforehand and there's there's just there's little tools little 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 bits and pieces and it's all the information's out there it's all out there on how how to do it man and you can't do it all at once we you you can try but and and that might be a good way to test things out see what sticks but Mm -hmm. At the same time, like just keep what works, keep what works, keep what works, and keep working on it. That's keep that's, working on that's, it. That's, keep working <laughs> on it. That's that's what I think, man. That's that's and one last thing is like Google Calendar is freaking amazing. Yeah, <laughs> just use it. Uh, yeah, just use it. Use it religiously yeah. because, like, that helps. It helps me communicate to my business, you know, partnerships. It helps me communicate to my brother, who's, you know, one of my best mates. And like, you know, he and I, you know, structure our time and catch up, you know, make sure that we, you know, make the plan that time. That's really, and, good. That's really good advice, yeah. man. Like, I live and die by my calendar. Definitely. So. Lastly, lastly, dude, it's my agent as well. Yeah. Um, can, it lets me communicate with my, my Australian agent and she knows what's up and she knows that, you know, I have agents in, in Canada and, and New Zealand. And Can I ask you a quick question about agents? Yeah, man, absolutely. What's the process of getting one? What's the process of getting one? Okay. Um, well, it's, it's really – to try and make it generic, I guess, for all countries, it's, it's a little bit different. Um, agents are different in each country de- depending – Really, um, okay. The so good thing say, is, let's say Canada, 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 Australia. Okay, well, I was going to say that like Canada, New Zealand, and Australia are mm-hmm. probably the most alike, and that's okay. really, really handy. I guess that's why that I have all three and yeah. want to, you know, work in those three countries. Um, you need you firstly need to know why you're doing and what you're why you're doing what you're doing and where you're going to go. Mm-hmm. Because if you walk into any room or send an email without your intent, knowing your intent or what you want to do or where you want to go with a plan, you don't you don't need like a report to hand them. you like, this is what I'm going to do in the next 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Because um, that's going to change. So you just wasted paper. But but the point is, <laughs> the point is, is that you you need to know why because you'll sub you'll sub communicate that. 
You have to have a vision, is what you're saying. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Like with uh, anything in life, really. Right? Yeah, your plans. Your plans going to change. Your brand's going to change. What's not going to change is how hard you're willing to work. Mm-hmm. So that you need to communicate that. And I'm, I'm sure if you asked any of my agents, you would, you would, they would say, okay, Dave's like the most proactive. You know, he's in our is in our top ten percent of like the most proactive at least. Um, and that's that's because I'm, because you I'm, know what you want. It's clear. Yeah, it's clear. Yeah, and. And I'm in, I'm in communication, and yeah, I'm, I'm as, as clear as I can be there. So the first thing is work out why and your intent. The mm-hmm. second thing is go and learn your craft. Yep. Um, learn what you, you're good at. You, you don't need an agent to get a job. Mm-hmm. You need an you need an agent to get the bigger, higher paying jobs, or it's like a business. You need to start the business before you automate it, right? If there's no business, if there's no minimum viable product, then you there's there's nothing for them to market. Yeah, there needs there needs to be it's something. It's got to be something. Yeah, you need like your base. You need your basic marketing materials. You need you need a headshot. You need um you need uh some some video footage of you doing a scene, and that could be you know it could be something done you know relatively just as a scene or it could be short films that's what i did i I did short films and i did you know indies um it was a great place to learn and try things and then put that together and send it to an agent and see what they say email it out um and there's something new that's going to be kind of happening there in terms of emailing agents and casting directors that me and a buddy just recently did a meeting on but um we get, you know, we want to be ahead of the curve. Me and him, he's going to LA. I'm going to Canada, and we're going to stay ahead of it. But yeah. sending out emails and just as many as possible, uh, really. But putting the yeah, word out there, getting your name out. Yeah, yeah, definitely, and being and being grateful and and respecting their time. Don't make it long. Yeah. Don't send attach. Don't put in a big attachments. Put in links so that it, they can just click and view your stuff. Don't make your files big so that when they click, it doesn't take ages to load. They yep. can just pop up and they can see you straight away. Um, Simplicity and, is key. Yeah, like absolutely. With everything in life. Simplicity and 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 it's got to read. It's got to read well and quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, like the, your first email to an agent will be longer than your, you know, twentieth because yep. you refine it. You refine it and you 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 keep working on it. You know, copy and paste doesn't always isn't always key. You know, you want to refine it and get better and better. So if you but, if you could uh, summarize all of this into into some advice for somebody that wants to get into acting, what would it be? Be willing to work really hard. Be willing to work for free because you are going to have to. And really work out if telling stories for other people or for yourself is what you want to do. Don't, don't, don't do it if you, if you want to get famous or if you want to be rich or if you want you know, to have that, that lifestyle because you will drop away. 
and you know and and don't the last thing is like value people value your relationships because at the end of the day you the film people like the people you work with film tv stage they can be your family if you let them be your family you can look after one another and you can grow and become huge together but huge doesn't mean like famous it means like it could just be you guys constantly work together and always get to do awesome stuff together mm-hmm. and that's just as amazing i love that man especially the family piece you know yeah. these people can become your family it's true absolutely it is, dude. it's really true and I'm, I'm looking at my you know my work in canada and my work here in australia and people the people i work with have literally become my family that's you know, it. It's, it, and it's it's an amazing it's an it's an amazing place to be mentally, right? That is okay. perfect. Dave, question for you. I know we're running out of time. This can probably go on for another two hours, but we'll we'll, we'll cut it. <laughs> easily, easily, easily could. You you're obviously a very positive person. You know what? How do you stay? How do you stay so positive? How do I stay so positive? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. It's not. It's not something that. It's something that is has been asked of me a few times. I. It's not something that I always have done consciously. Uh, I think it does come from that that wanting to see other people light up. Um. When you when you when you talk or inspire or anything like that. Um. So how do I stay positive? Is that. I know that. I'm optimistic that there's always going to be something bigger coming up mm-hmm. or there's always going to be something greater or you're going to meet some someone interesting and learn something. Like you you have no idea what's coming up next. There's there's, there's no possible way to know that. And when you think about all the, the, the pain or every, anything that you've come through versus where you are now I, I can't not be positive about what could be next mm-hmm. you know there's shit happens yeah but you uh, stay the, optimistic the sun still, yeah. yeah yeah and the sun still comes up yeah and the other thing is like um work out <laughs> work out if you're a morning or an evening person and yeah. Fucking oh, double down a, on that's that. That's a big one, man. <laughs> that's a big one. Yeah. But you can choose. You can choose as well. Yeah. You can choose. But if naturally you are one, then work out what you are and double down on that. Like make make the best out of that time and um and and value it and treasure it. I'm I'm a morning person. I love mornings. I love getting up at five a.m. now, where where I you know, where I can, I'll make sure I get enough sleep, but I like get up. And if I get up, it's like, that's positivity. Yeah. I I won, I won the morning, (laughs) man. I'm an all day person. I'm an all day person. (laughs) It's crazy. I'm just, my friends make fun of me. They're like, how are you so happy? I'm like, I don't know. Get happy. Smile. Yes. I, 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 let me ask you. Yeah. Because I actually, I actually think you're a more positive person than I. Oh, thank you. Like, I'm the guy. Like, no, totally dude. Like, and, uh, and like I, I play bad guys, right? Yeah. So I, <laughs> I have to be dark sometimes, man. How do you stay? How do you stay so positive? How do you stay like shivrad? Man, you know, I get that question a lot. And the thing is, I don't think it's 
me staying positive. I think this is just me. And I think you brought up a very good point. Like the sun, the sun's still going to come up, right? I mean, you know, gone are the days where Shiv used to stress out about every little thing. And, I, and that was me. A couple of years ago, I used to be stressed. I used to have zero confidence, be timid, be shy. Now it's just a complete 180. And now I just see things for, for the best. I see the best in people. You know, I stop judging people. I, you know, I, I wake up in the morning and I'm like, shit, this is a new day. I'm at the gym at six o'clock, you know, just getting the body right, just getting the mind right. Um, and that's really how I stay positive. I think the morning is a, is a very important piece. But throughout the day, gratitude is a big, is a big piece of, of how I stay important. I just constantly remind myself what I'm grateful for. And a lot of that's, you know, family, friends, whether it's my family back home in Canada or my work family that I work with now or the people that I meet. Um, you know, I constantly remind myself that, you know, I have this, I have these people around me. I have, you know, amazing friends, amazing family. Why am I going to be, you know, the Debbie Downer? Why am I going to walk around my office or walk around at home and just hate life when life is actually pretty damn good? So that's how I stay positive, my friend. I hope that's a good answer. No, that's great answer, man. Don't be a Debbie Downer. Be a genuine Jerry. That's it. Yeah. That's a, that's a little that's a little plug of my brand there. I like but, that. <laughs> yeah, there you but go. Dude, yeah, but honestly, like that, the reason I gave it that name is that, like, for me, gratitude, gratitude, like genuineness and gratitude, like there's those are like the foundations, and this is that again. We talked about the mentors before. Those things are like what what just go across the board. Yeah. What everybody talks about, gratitude, gratitude journaling. There's something to it. There's something it's to the, it, man. Definitely. Yeah. There's, that reminder, that reminder, and like you know, I talked about the journaling, writing down goals, dude. I'll either start or finish with with gratitude because it's like that's it's amazing what we have available to us. It's you, you know what I you know what I think I should start doing is actually putting ten minutes ten minutes a day in my calendar or twenty minutes a day, two ten minute slots of just gratitude, thinking about what I'm grateful for, whether it's in the Absolutely. morning, whether it's at night, whether it's during work. Just take ten minutes, no big deal, and just sit there and think. Dude, if you, if you have that, that calendar reminder, it's perfect. Yep, you can set reminders on your Google Calendar as well, dude. Just, if you do I that, feel like you're working you for that, Google Calendar right now. Like, if you're gonna do that, I'll do that. <laughs> there we go. Bang! Accountability. Dude. That's the thing. Is accountability partners. Keep it yep. in your. You know, work with the people in your circle. I've got mm-hmm. writing coming up. I've got an accountability partner. Yep. I'm training. I've got an account accountability partner. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I've just got a new housemate. New accountability partner. Like you've you've got to have. And now I have a gratitude accountability partner that's right me. now. That's like me, that buddy. just that just happened, man. Like <laughs> that's that's the thing. Is that, like it's it's that simple. Yeah. Hey, uh, I, I got one more question for you because I know we're going to run out of time here. Okay, cool. And this is this is the conclusion question. Now, you, you're doing so much and you have so many accomplishments. What are you the most proud of so far? Whether it's in acting, whether it's in family, whatnot, what is Dave Beamish the most proud of? That's a great question. And straight away, the most pride that... I can recall straight away is that was was that my my birthday celebration this year. I'm not big on birthdays. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a weird thing that I don't like being the center of attention. Uh, but you're an actor. On a, on a, <laughs> I'm an actor, exactly. Yeah. No, I do, 
Like, I don't mind that. Yeah. <laughs> I, but, but on the day, like a birthday, where it's like you should be, I, I, I don't want to be. Mm-hmm. So uh, for me, I made it about like my friends start up a small business. It's a bar. It's, a, it's called the Absent Salon and it's starting to do quite well, right? Mm-hmm. It's, um, there's one in Sydney. Now there's one in Melbourne and they're doing great. But it's a hidden bar. So, you know, people needed, I wanted people to know about it. So I invited everyone I know in Melbourne that, that I can consider friends. And what what multiple people commented on that night, the people that turned up and from the, the bar staff, my friends, and from the people that, that served and from the, the friends that were there were like, you have such great people around you. You have such positive, creative, kind, like lovely people around you. And... And that was that was that was my Melbourne, you know, that was my Melbourne friendship group. You know, not not even to mention the amazing people I know in Queensland or Sydney. And and that like I just I don't know what to say. I was so proud. Yeah. So so proud because you are, you know, the company you keep. You are the summary of the the, the people you keep in your life. Mm-hmm. That's something to be uh, proud of, my friend. And it yeah. goes to show the type of person you are. Listen, you and I met only a few months ago and you know already we're holding each other accountable for multiple stuff multiple things um you know obviously you're you're a very positive person so you're going to attract positive people you're a very hard-working person so you're going to attract hard-working people it's just the the way the universe works it, it does and i think that's why like we we met in a room of hundreds of people <laughs> and as soon as you spoke and said what you wanted to do and your intention, yep. I was like, I'm talking to that guy. That's, that's the guy right there. That's the guy. That's I'm the guy I'm talking to. Yeah. And we, we did. We were like, dude, we're going to catch up. We're going to do this. And we did it. Yeah. We did it. We said we made that commitment and we caught up. Follow through. And like, exactly. And we followed through. And you followed through on your podcast. And that's in, that's, that is inspiring me to follow through and do what I've been building up to doing but never pulled the trigger properly yeah. and that's that's starting my my vlog yeah. my own vlog channel um which will be on my on my facebook and on youtube as well man when, when is but, that coming out by the way that's gonna be launching probably in the next in the next four weeks okay right and that that's the that's the goal within the next four weeks man i cannot so, wait for that and and happy to throw that on my website dave i mean that that'll be pushed out no problem because that, be that's that'll be awesome, man. I'm pretty, Dude, pretty pumped for you. Well, it's it's a great start, and what it's, what it's going to be is documenting the initially the first the next six months of building up to relocating to Canada, mm-hmm. um, building up in terms of going from playing. I've just been cast to play Sir Lancelot in a, a yeah in a uh, action indie that we start shooting on Monday, Tuesday. Um, Damn, so I'm playing, goals. you know. Clink, clean cut, good guy, Sir Lancelot, yeah. all the way to playing rugged Vikings over in um, in Canada, right? Man. So, and there's been some things come across my, you know, come through, as they say, some things come through that say that I'm going to be getting looked at those roles consistently when I'm over there. Good for um, you, man. That's without giving, <laughs> yeah, without giving too much away. Yeah. So that's you know that's that's going to be a build up to that, and also working on my businesses over the next six months so that they are functioning when I get over there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I'm going to be documenting, and I'm going to be putting it out. And, and um, initially, it may be myself or me and my editor, videographer, you know, working on those things. But it's going to be 
uh, a process and documenting and t- telling the story and showing the hard work that's involved. And ultimately, I wanted what I wanted to do is help people understand actors and entrepreneurs in 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 terms of the creative, mm-hmm. you know, the ones that are the creatives, the the, the talent, as they say, um, that's an inverted commas talent, yeah. um, and ultimately understand what how important those those stories are everyone's story yep you know and 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 if someone wants to be an actor then they can see they can make that choice dave listen thank you so much for being on the show man um this has been this has been a great hour for sure and i'm sure we're going to be doing this again <laughs> shiv that time flew man uh, <laughs> i know i'm, I'm s- looking at the clock right now i'm like what <laughs> dude it, it genuinely did and look man i'm i'm to kick it off like the, the commitment we just made, the accountability. Dude, I'm so grateful that you had me on the podcast. Oh, I'm man. The, the honor is all mine, my friend, honestly. And listen, when you go to Canada and if they need a little brown Viking as, a, as an extra, <laughs> just just give me a call, man. I'll fly back home. <laughs> Dude, we'll go be, superhero- we'll be superheroes together, man. We'll I love it, man. Dude, yeah, we'll- if, if somebody needs to reach out to you, how, how do they do so? Uh, if somebody wants to reach out, uh, you can email me contact at davebeamish.com. Um, but the best way to connect is my, my Instagram handle at Dave underscore Beamish. Mm-hmm. That's Dave underscore B-E-A-M-I-S-H. And that's my Twitter handle as well. Uh, you can find me on Facebook just by searching Dave Beamish. And um, yeah, davebeamish.com. That's, that's me. Done, man. And I'm going to throw that up on the website and the uh, blog as well. Dave, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. You're a legend, Shiv. It's been a pleasure, man. This is Dave Beamish, everybody. See you, man. See you, bro. Have a good one. You too. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you missed anything, do not worry. Log on to shivrad.com. That's S-H-I-V-R-A-D.com to listen to this podcast again. Check out the other episodes and, of course, check out the blog. Thanks, everyone. Until next time.